Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Michael K is on the radio today. And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking. Good afternoon, everybody. It's the show. Oh, sure it is. It's the show. It's February 1st. It's February, by the way. February 1st, 2024. Kayla Greco Rosenberg, and of course, the most important aspect of the show, that's you. You. We go till 6.30, we're ready to roll, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to do, and I'm, I'm just thrilled about being here in front of the mic, I just am. I can, he really, Don, he's he's geared up today. He's, I really am. shot out of a cannon. Shot out of a proverbial cannon. So are you going to be depressed tomorrow on your birthday? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Has to be. Absolutely. But, I mean, but, birthdays always depress me anyway. But there's good news... And bad news. Well, the bad news is Don's not here. But good news is it's a tradition like no other. That's right. It's we happening. Have, we have the Oreo cake early, Don. The Oreo Yay! cake early. You, can you believe that, Don? You missed it. Well, because you're not in tomorrow, so you got to do it today. And that was a great job by Anthony Pusick, showing what a good producer he is, keeping the Andrew Gunling tradition alive. But you're going to be missed. That's Don, the yeah, thing. because I love seeing you shove you know that ice cream cake into your face. But Don... Full disclosure, he's home because Marco's not feeling a little under the weather, so he's doing his fatherly thing, which is which is important, the most important thing. But he's here, he's ready to roll, we're all ready to roll, and we'll get it out of the way. We, Peter no longer has to worry about Oreo ownership, and now he no longer has to worry about a head coach. You got yourself a head coach, baby, and I, as I predicted on our group text, like six years from now, your team will be up 28-3 to in the Super Bowl, you'll be glorious, happy. We'll all be at a party. Finally. And then your world will come crashing down. Because Dan Quinn is the head coach. Yes. It's not a sexy choice. No. No, I'd say it's a homely choice. I would say it's a homely choice. It's yeah. the end of the night. <laughs> it's a the, 4 a.m. choice. The girl you liked left hours ago with, with someone somebody else. else. Yeah. Then your second choice, she left with someone else. Right. Then your third choice started to vomit right. violently. Then four, Whoa. five, and six, they all left together. They right. just got up and walked out. Right. And then the two of you were just staring each other in the face and you go, all right. Now, that being said, I will say, as, as boring and homely a choice as this is. Right. And and you may, knowing Michael, Don, he'll certainly laugh in my face and disagree, but you may see where I'm coming from. I would rather go with this boring choice than like a big, stupid Snyder-like swing where, for example, Ben Johnson demands the $20 million and you do it. You look like a fool, and the whole league's going, you, you just threw whatever price. Or, you guys know, I didn't want to hand the keys over to Bill Belichick. I didn't think it made sense. That would have been Snyder-like. So, Don, it's not a sexy choice, Dan Quinn, but I, I don't know. I, I, I'm fine I, with it. I'm fine. Well, you could be fine with it, and maybe it will work out. I mean, it certainly worked out the first half of a Super Bowl. I just, when 
when you have a boring choice like this one is, I, I, I'm of the belief that you err on the side of offense. I, I Unless you're bringing in a guy with a tremendous pedigree, and then you say, like Bill Belichick, all right, I can live with him being a defensive guy. But that's the problem. I think it's an offensive league. You're going to grow a culture with a new quarterback. Don't you want to do it in more of an offensive atmosphere? Now, before a defensive one? I have some big news to get to you. Okay. But I'm just wondering, you think he got the job just on the basis of the, the 45 spot the Packers put on Quinn's defense? You think he got the job off that? Was that on the resume tape? Or the 28-3 collapse? Just wondering. Anyway, the Knicks oh, just announced, this is not good news, by the way, Julius Randle dislocated his right shoulder and will be reevaluated in two to three weeks. Reevaluated. That doesn't mean he's coming back in two or three weeks. That's not, I mean, it's not the whole season. I don't like it, though. But I don't like that oh. sound that, because it, we had been led to believe, well, there's not going to be any surgery. So if there's no surgery, um, I wouldn't do that, Peter. What? What's this been? In? It's been. It's filthy. It's been there for. For he's using a stirrer that I keep in my cup, and I I could have let him do it, but I love him too much. It what? could have bacteria all over it. What are you what doing? What's the matter with you? What the? I didn't know it had been sitting there for weeks. I thought, don't you see it? It's right in front of you. It sits there every single day for months. <laughs> I didn't know. I've never noticed it before. I thought maybe you just stirred tea with it today. No, I haven't had tea today. Okay, thank you, Michael. You're a good, you're a good man. You're a good why, man. Why, why not just find a stick? <laughs> really? Why don't you just put your finger in yeah, there or something? Dig through the garbage. Maybe thank there's you, something Anthony. there. Anthony's a good man. All right, so it, he gets hurt. The initial um, concern was, well, he's going to be out for the remainder of the year. He's going to have to have surgery. Right, but then we got good news. Then we got good news. It's going to be a couple of weeks. So to me, a couple of weeks was, he's back on the court in a couple of weeks. Now they say it's a dislocated right shoulder, which I think everybody assumed. Yeah. But they're going to reevaluate in two to three. I mean, that almost sounds, I hate to say it, Ben Simmons like. You know, his back is bad. We're going to reevaluate in a couple of weeks. Reevaluate means we'll see how it's going then. That means he might be a couple of months away if it's a, if it's a best case scenario where he's right. not out for the remainder of the year. Well, let's play, you know, the, it's going to be only two weeks. So that, that then you're coming back, what, uh, I guess the 15th where he'll be evaluated. So then you're looking maybe March. March 1, I guess, would be the best case scenario for me. Reevaluate in a couple of weeks. They say, all right, he needs two more weeks. Come back March 1st. I think you can live with it, especially with the All-Star break coming up. So it's a month, but it's really only three weeks. But the worst case scenario, it's the three weeks he gets evaluated, which now takes us to, what, the 22nd. And now maybe you're coming back in the middle of March. And that's a little different, guys, because I don't know if you noticed, if you stayed up late last night, my Portland Trailblazers spoiled Lillard's return to Portland, beat the Bucks, And here sit the Knicks, just a game back of the loss column of the two seed. Yeah, and Doc's worked magic so far. Right. So you've got a team that's the two seed that's lost a couple of games in a row. It doesn't look like at least initially the coaching change has done anything for them. So if I'm a healthy Nick team winning eight in a row, coming off the best month in forever, I'm starting to think about, can I finish as the second seed? But if you're going to lose Randall for the next month, maybe more, now you, now you concern yourself with the Cavaliers and the Pacers, and now you don't want to drop down the five or six. So something to keep an eye on for sure. I'll tell you what, Donnie. It, it's a gigantic injury. Because if he didn't get hurt, and they continued to run the team out there that went 14-2 and two in January, I'm convinced 
with Embiid's knee issues and the fact that the Bucks can't play defense, that the Knicks would have grabbed the number two seed. As yeah. unlikely as that sounds, I think they would have. Now, I think you hit it right on the nose. Now, we might be looking at five or six. I, I, I mean, if they play 500 while he's out, that's not going to get it done to be the second seed. Now, here's how precarious it is, because you could say, well, boy, only a game back of the loss column of the two seed. Well, you've got the same amount of losses as Philly, who's the five seed. Right. And Indiana, who they'll play tonight, you know, you've got a four-game cushion on them, but that could evaporate quickly. They're the sixth seed. And I think it's kind of weird to start colluding the heat and the magic that are, you know, significantly back with the 23 losses. I don't think you'll drop that far. You're not going to drop to the play-in. But that's how, you know, you're that close to the two. You're that close to possibly falling to a six if you follow up a 14-2 and two June, you know, by really spitting the bit in February because you lose one of your best players. So it's not nothing, Michael. It's going to be tough to do. And then you're also dealing with Ananobi, who was up there, you know, questionable for tonight again. You know, a friend of mine who follows this closely said he was not aware, but Ananobi did have some injury history in Toronto, too. So you lose him. How, and you extensive, lose, how extensive are we talking about? I mean, every now and then. I mean, the, the elbow has been a somewhat chronic issue, hmm. but he plays through it, and it's it flared up, and I guess they're trying to get the inflammation out. But it just when you get news like this, it, it just brings back that silly little saying, we can't have nice things. Yeah. They built a team that's exciting, that's good, that can beat anybody. And this injury is, you. I mean, before he got hurt, we were talking about, wow, he's really a good player that's not appreciated enough. And now he's gone. For how long? I don't know. Two to three weeks reevaluated. It's not like you go into the doctor's office at three weeks and they go, okay, you're good to go. They're no, reevaluating. They're, they're going to take a look. But the good news here is what this team has been doing when they've been down players. In past years, you would go, oh my God, if he's out a month, this could deep six our playoff chances. Right. I mean, Michael, do you really even, do you worry? I mean, as long as, Don, I'm not going to go as far as saying as long as he's back by the playoffs, but really, as long, you get the all-star break in the middle of this, if, if, if he's back, Don, even if it's a little worse than you said, and you don't get him back till mid-March. Right. As long as he's good down the stretch and for the playoffs, I really do feel pretty good. They've shown who they are. Well, well, pretty good for what? Finishing like in the top three? I, I wouldn't feel good about that. Well, no. I, I suppose if you're really gunning to be higher than four, then you you really wouldn't like him to be gone for six weeks. But I, I don't know if you can even get four if he's gone for that kind of significant amount of time. We just gave you the math. They're right there. Well, just, the Cavaliers are right there. So you know, you fall to five, and now you're kind of back where you were before this whole run happened. I mean, I, I, you want to avoid that. Go from a team that was flirting with the two seed to now having home court disadvantage in the first round? Yeah, it's it's a blow. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. it, 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 it it's a blow. So, And then also, what do you learn about this team if they lose nothing without them? Well, there you go. Well, then, then it's like the Yankees a couple of years ago where everybody kept getting hurt and it was next man up. But, I mean, you're losing 25 and 10. There aren't that many people in the league that can do that. But DiVincenzo has stepped up. He had 33 the other night. Um, Josh Hart plays a bigger role. Precious Achua plays a bigger role. And as long as you have the guy who runs the engine and Jalen Brunson, maybe you could make it work. Remember, they've won eight in a row. So they're going for nine in a row tonight. And they've beaten some teams that they should beat. They've also knocked around teams that, you know, that was impressive. Miami and... 
and uh, Denver, th- those are great wins. Can they do that without all these guys? Now, against uh, when the, the schedule gets a little harder, we'll see tonight. Got the Pacers Saturday night at the Garden. It's the Lakers. Now, some news on the Lakers. Yeah. If I'm TNT, I'm so chapped. I, 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 I'm with you. Michael. I would cry. Go ahead. So they're playing the Celtics tonight in Boston. LeBron and Anthony Davis both out. With LeBron, it's his left ankle, which I'm sure he could play through. And then it's an Achilles and an ankle for Anthony Davis. I mean, is that going to take the starch out of Saturday's game too, Don? Are they not going to be able to play at the Garden? Well, but if you're a TNT, and this, this is a game that you, you're going to expect to get good ratings, Celtic Lakers. For God's sake. Yeah. Well, it's and, strategic, and, right? I mean, they're probably not, they're in Boston. What, what, what would the spread be, Peter, if both are in the game? I would say the Celtics would be six and a half favorites. This is okay. this is in Boston. Yeah, it's in Boston. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's about right. Six right. and a half, so seven and a half. Are they looking at it and say that we're probably not beating Boston, but we've got a game on ABC Saturday night at the Garden, a more winnable game if we have our guys. So is it just that strategic? Like we're not beating Boston anyway, so that stinks for TNT. But they'll be ready to go ABC Saturday at the Garden. So With Mike Green at the mic. Oh yeah, is, I know it, is it strategic in the sense of we're probably not winning anyway against Boston? Rest them, and then we'll have them fresh for what could be a more winnable game. Although I wouldn't say it's definitely winnable. But with Randall being out, that it's that's probably the strategy. I mean, you hate to see that. You just play. But you know, LeBron's an older player. They've they've got a lot of work to do. So it's probably Le- just looking at the fact we're not winning this game anyway, so let's just rest up for Saturday. LeBron is one of the few guys it's hard to get mad at wanting a day. Right. And there are a lot of guys who you go, really, with LeBron? Both? both of them missed it. That, that's, that's what kind of hits you now. Um, that's Woj taking the day. is reporting that Joel Embiid, who's having a, a, an issue with his left knee, is out tonight against the Jazz in Utah. Uh, further evaluation on that knee, which again opens up those top three spots again, Don. Yeah, I mean you're going to be able to, if if he has issues, well you're going to be able to have a better record than the Sixers if you play up to the capability you were playing with with Randall. Now that brings another thing up: the new rule in the CBA that was negotiated in the CBA is you have to play 65 games in order to be um, eligible for any major awards, including. All NBA. Now, Tyrese Halliburton has been out for a while now. A legitimate injury he has. It's not because of load management. And he might not hit 65. Now, he doesn't care. He's not going to win the MVP, although he's having a great year. But he, if he made the All NBA team, his salary would max out over $45 million, And he has to do it this year. So if he doesn't get 65, he essentially loses $45 million that he would have had if he played in all 80, uh, if he played in 66 games. Right. So. Um, Draymond Green, on his podcast, The Draymond Green Show, articulates why he doesn't like the 65-game rule. Joel playing tonight felt very much so because of the 65-game limit. Well, I think it's actually quite bull****. Guys didn't face those rules before, but those same NBA, all NBA teams, those same MVP awards, lists, uh, defensive player of the year, those lists are the same. 
I once lost um, a Defensive Player of the Year award to Kawhi Leonard, and I think he played 51 games. In turn, um, you get Joel, who comes out there tonight, and he forces it. And freak play with him and uh, J.K. diving for the ball, but maybe it's not as bad if the knee isn't already banged up. I don't really bang with it. And now we got one of our premier faces in this league, the MVP of our league, possibly hurt for an extended period of time. Ask me, Peter, if I have any sympathy. Hey, Michael, do you have any sympathy? No, I have zero sympathy. First of all, it was a negotiated um, part of the CBA, which the players voted on and ratified. Number one, don't complain. Number two, it's all on you. It's, it's unfortunate when you miss those games because of injury. But the reason that was put in is because national television partners were getting screwed because guys had load management on days that you were playing on TNT, ESPN, or ABC. It's a joke. It's on you. In the past, it never happened because guys didn't have load management. If you're legitimately injured, I get it. But let me ask right. you this. Why should you win an MVP award? Why should you get all the NBA if you miss 17 games? How well, are you that valuable if you miss 17 games? Well, but you could be that valuable if, let's say, your team falls apart in those 17 games and they win when you're in. So that can almost accentuate how that you should be the MVP because when you're out, the team really suffered. If you have a legitimate injury. See, this is the problem, Michael. If, if all these guys are missing because of Fugazi reasons, then the rule makes sense. But if Halliburton's like legitimately hurt, but in the games that he plays, the Pacers are one of the best teams in basketball, and they end up finishing far uh, deeper in the standings than you thought, then shouldn't he deserve to get it if his injury was legitimate? Uh, but, you, it, but 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 they did this to themselves, Don. You can't tell if the. I mean, in this case, it certainly seems like the injury is legitimate. But you don't know if it is or not, right? But that's why I kind of I understand where Draymond's coming from, though, because it does somewhat seem unfair that a player might re-injure something because he wants to get to that number where he's had a legitimate injury and wasn't getting load management. But then I understand the other side, where if it's all load management, yeah, there should be a punishment for that. But, but, but why can't you just leave it up to the voters? We all know we see. We know the guys that are legitimately hurt and the guys that are that don't feel like playing. No, because, and then let that sway my vote. Because if you want to get all NBA, which makes you more money, and you want to be an MVP, which there's a lot of contracts that have a big bonuses for that, then you can't have load management. No, it shouldn't be. You should have to play at least 65 games. I don't even think that's asking a lot. You're, no. you're allowing the player to miss 20% and still win a prestigious award but i also don't want to exclude the guys that miss 20 percent of their games with a legitimate injury from being out of those awards yeah but i, I still i I hear, I hear what you say if a team collapses then he's very valuable but you can't be that valuable if you're not playing all the time i mean you could play you could play 40 games and be immensely valuable but if you only play 40 games should you win an mvp should be all nba again i don't feel sorry for them and i don't feel sorry for nfl players when they complain about um being franchised you ratified it If, if it was that big of a deal don't ratify it die on that hill instead you ratified it what do you want me to do but i would feel bad if there was a guy that's a legit mvp playing out of his mind but had an injury that kept him out of 19 games. 
and now I can't win the MVP. But how how can you be a legitimate MVP missing that many games? Well, well because you're what, not what valuable if, to your team. Well, but what he, if he's what saying if, that it'll show that you're so valuable when you are with? Well, the I team. get well, it, but let's I mean, say I'm Jokic, right? right? And I'm having an um, 64 games into the season. The Nuggets have the best record in the NBA. I am the best. I've got the highest points. I've got I'm pulling rebound. I am the MVP, no question. And then I break my ankle in game 64 in the fourth quarter. And I'm out for the rest of the regular season. Then I don't think you could be the most valuable player. You could be really valuable to your team, but I don't think you could be the most valuable. Uh, but but you could be if, if I built up a, a significant enough lead that they still win the division, they're still the one seed, my team plays 500 the rest of the way, and then they go into the playoffs as the one seed, you look back at it and go, because he was the best player for those 64 games. Now, if he breaks it in game 65, we'll give him the MVP. But because he broke it in game 64, we're not. Now, that's one rare exception, but I would feel bad if somebody lost the MVP for that reason and not the guy that just decided I didn't feel like playing. I don't, I don't care. Okay. Uh, uh, let's say I buy that. I have no sympathy whatsoever. They did it to themselves with all the load management crap. It's ridiculous. And Michael Jordan, when he was 40, played every single game. Well, I'm now, sorry. It's been done before. And, and I, I don't I blame It's not just the players. Coaches started this nonsense. They started the nonsense. Oh, let's rest them and keep them fresh. That's true. It's stupid. It's stupid. It ruins the game. It, it belittles the, pro, uh, the product, too. And TNT and ESPN pay an awful lot of money for these games. They should have the stars on. They should. Well, especially tonight. I mean, that's I mean, people are going to tune in to that game. It's a it's a great rivalry, but you know, as, as you were saying, they probably a six and a half point dog to begin with, and now now what are the Lakers going to do? Lose by twenty? Here's Joe Dumars. We love him. He was on NBA Today. This he's talking about the sixty five game rule. You can miss up to twenty percent of the season and still be eligible. But you can't, like, not put the rule in because of that one or two guys that it may affect. Are there any discussions about changing this for next season? There's been no discussions about that. No one has called and said we should, you know, renegotiate this or anything like that. There's been no calls like that. And I should I should clarify one thing. You know, Jar from Oz all the way in Australia asked me, could somebody just come off the bench for a minute or two minutes and that would be a game played? It has to be 65 games where you average over 20 minutes a game. Right. So if you're averaging like 30, like the, the scenario that Don said, if you're averaging 38 minutes a game and you get hurt in the 64th game, I guess you could yeah. come off the bench for two you know minutes what? and you'd still average over 20 minutes but, and you'd be eligible. But this is why we love Joe, because he articulated it perfectly. How the, the, the scenario that I painted, my, my analogy about Joe, that is a rare exception. But the majority of the players that miss that time are probably missing it because of load management. So you got to play the percentages, right? You can't change a rule because there's one outlier that might get jobbed out of defensive player of the year. You got to look at the, the see the forest through the trees and realize this is a legitimate problem, and it's got to get corrected. Now uh, it's the uh, the final week, Don, of Superbox Bonanza Five. I love it, and it's your last chance to get your box for the big game. All qualifiers will get a twenty five dollar Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of ten Superbox prizes. Listen mornings to yeah. DPH on Rothenberg and afternoons to Barton Hahn and this fine show, the Michael K Show. This year's big game payouts are five hundred dollars in the first and third quarters. 
$1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. Before we break and come back and take your calls, it's game time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Knicks look to make it nine in a row. Nine, Against baby. Indianapolis, against the Pacers. Coverage starts at seven right here on 98.7. I messed up Pacers, Peter. It was tough. It was tough. We'll hear it again you know, later. Against the Pacers. That's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Why not? Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Classes up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Your phone calls are next when we get back right here on Yes in 98.7. And I want to tell you, it's Michael K. I love when I get to talk about my friends at PC Richard & Son. A local company, family-owned. I trust them for my appliances, TVs, electronics, and a good night's sleep, too. Their experts use a four-step mattress fitting process to find you the right pillow, the right comfort, the right technology, and the right adjustable base so that your new bed fits you perfectly. They guarantee it. And free in-home delivery on all mattresses, $199 and up. So do what I do. Get to PC Richard & Son, the local company you can trust for your new mattress. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. 
Time for Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper. The Knicks were last in defensive efficiency in December. They finished first in January, improved by nearly 20 points per 100 possessions. They're the first team to go from last in defensive efficiency to first from one month to the next since at least 1997-98. That's Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper, a leading business advisory firm, helping clients transform their companies, build capital, innovate processes, and mitigate risk. Make Eisner Amper part of your solution. Learn more at eisneramper.com slash solution. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to the numbers. Let's go to the phones, not the numbers. Well, there are numbers. There are numbers. Uh, I guess we'll go to line six. Jennifer in Pleasantville. Jen, what's up? Hi, guys. How are you doing today? I'm great. We're all, I think we're all good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. This is so awesome. I'm a longtime listener, but first-time caller. Welcome aboard. Um, thank you. I wanted to let you know that I was listening on Tuesday when you were talking about the Netflix show um, about the making of We Are the World. So that night, I took your recommendation. I, told, I, I heard you say that you watched it, and Jody plopped down and, and got into it, too. So, you know, I watched it that night, and the next day, the following day, I called my dad. I'm 53, and my dad's 76. So I called my dad to check in, see how he was doing. Did he go for a run? What's new? And he said, oh, hey, listen, I, I have to recommend a great show. Uh, you have to watch this show on Netflix about the making of We Are the World. And I said to him, oh, yeah, yeah, I watched it last night because I heard Michael K. talking about it. He's like, oh, is that right? I heard Michael K. talking about it, too. Wow. So you have, you know, generations of people watching, taking your recommendations. And my dad and I had, like, a great moment. And we both heard, you know, we're listening to you and we're able to connect over that. Did so you Did you like the uh, Did you like the doc? Oh, I did. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was fantastic. And I, you know, growing up in that time, I, it really brought me back. And I remembered a lot of it. It was, I was riveted. It was amazing. Good. Was awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad your dad did as well. And I know Peter did. And I saw a lot of people on uh, on Twitter also said they watched <coughs> it because they heard us talking about it. And they really loved it. I don't think you could watch it and not like it. No. I mean, and, and while I while the influence of this show is limitless, right. I think Netflix also like put it right there on the top of everything. It's their, it's their big thing this week, for right. sure. It should well, be. The world is... Is watching. Like, it's um, it, it, Don. Do you watch yet? Not yet. No. It's unbelievable. You know, you know, you know what's today. sad about it? It's an opportunity for the two of you, who often are not very similar. Right. It's an opportunity for the two of you to, to connect share on something. something yeah. You know, to have a moment together. Yeah, and, and he's leaning on the fact that you know, poor Marco is sick. Marco goes to bed at nine thirty. You, you put the hour and a half in and watch it. What, 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 no, what? that takes us to eleven, and I didn't have it. You didn't have eleven in you. No, I went to bed at ten thirty. But another half hour and you would have been able to... You know, I'm not going to save this stuff. How bad did Prince look? He didn't look great. No, he, he looked didn't like look a great. jerk. He didn't look great. I mean, it wasn't... I felt bad for Sheila E. Yeah, me too. By like the, she was used. The, I forgot how hot, how hot Sheila E. was in her hair. You, you mean a great performer? No. I mean, no, you mean hot? Drummer. Yeah, she was. she's a great performer. Right. Great drummer. I mean, I enjoy Sheila E.'s music, but I just... I, I, I was five years old. No, mm-hmm. but I want to. I want to see it. And I'm going to see it. It's just that we had a you know a long day, and then not, the, the kids are asleep. Wait, you you actually eschewed watching Eyewitness News weather? No, I told you all. I, I they were they were finally down by nine thirty. It's Wednesday at nine o'clock, so we we had hit pause on the on the TV. We watch uh, We Are Family on Fox. We become addicted to that. What show. is that? What is that? It's a game show. Um, was it Anthony? Um, 
Anderson is oh. the host. He has. He, you know what this is, Peter? Yeah, maybe no, let me give, just tell you. He has up. no respect for me at all. He doesn't. Now I'm, and for the show, he says he does anything for radio. He won't stay up an extra half hour because we could be having a good right. conversation. We could really be breaking down the we there's are a, the world. There's is. a lot to break down. Yeah, and everyone's watching it right now. Right. It's a it's a moment. But, you know, of time. we'll wait, Don, until he can stay up till eleven in a couple of months, and then we'll talk about it. Well, listen, I've got maybe stuff we'll talk going about the on. ending of Titanic too. We are family. I don't even know what that is. It's a game show. Where a, me- a famous person is like behind the wall, and then they have a relative oh, oh. sing, and then you have to guess who the famous person. Is. <laughs> it's, 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 listen, it's, it's like stupid, a joke. It's we like, get into it's, it. it's like a it's like every game show they come out with that's like big and network style game show. Each one is to prove how dumb we are as a society. Like I thought it couldn't get dumber than Mass Singer. I thought Mass Singer was like a mm-hmm. joke. Like let's just put, hold up a mirror right. and say we are morons. Mm-hmm. Will millions of people watch this dreck? And then they go, no, no, how about this? A, a famous person just hears a family member sing? Why is that even interesting? Yeah, sad. Well, I found that it's just if you could guess. And but Nancy, and Nancy was yeah, able to get Peter t- Frampton on one guess. That was pretty cool. Wait, was, say, what was it? It was Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton's point. family? No, it was his son was singing. He had to try to guess. And she guessed it on like the very first clue. Listen, I understand it's stupid, but it's an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half. We DVR'd that's basically down to forty-two minutes because we can fast forward through the commercials. It's an hour. We, I will do it. We will watch it. No question. We both want to watch it. It's gonna. There's but gonna, I'm sorry, Peter. You're gonna find out. Michael's got help. No, no, it's not. You're fair. gonna find out. You're gonna be like help. me. I put the kids to bed myself. I mean, it's not that hard to stay up till eleven o'clock. It is for me now. And by the way, Don. By the way, I, I, I may not have children. I do have a morning show. I still got it done this week. Well, I, I listen. It was ten thirty, and I, I skipped to bed. That's how much I was looking forward. <laughs> to I, I read, I read a, a chapter of the the the, the Barbara Streisand book, and oh, I went right to sleep. You, right. The stri- what, what, <sighs> I'm in chapter twelve, page two hundred. So uh, let me tell you a Peter Frampton story, which is going to make everybody hate Peter Frampton. I, I, oh, go ahead. All right. So Jody used to sing with. Uh, I've heard the story. You have. Oh, that means sorry. everyone's heard the story. But go ahead. It's been a while. I don't. I don't remember saying that. I think it's. Yeah, I, I, I He's a, he was a nozzle in the club or no, something. No, she was. It was. It was at Limelight, right? And she was sitting there with her with the girls that were in the band with her, and Frampton comes over. Oh yeah. And says. Uh, oh yeah. Hello, girls, and hi. Um, are you guys sitting here? And, and they said yes. He says, "Well, get up because I want to sit here with my band." And they, he had the people at Limelight remove them. In Peter's defense, he is Peter Frampton. <laughs> is that a defense? What, was yeah. her whole band women? Yeah, it was three women. And he didn't just say, want to join us. Well, I, I'm sure he had his eyes on other people. I don't know. Wow. Bad guy. Now, we have just been delivered a cup. This is the only this way. Is the pla- this is the place we work in. There's no plates here. So just no so you know, this really is the sad. way we we consume. Why didn't you go to Freeform? Go down to the go down to the third floor and steal their plates. That's what I do. We have the. This is the Oreo ice cream cake from Carvel. Or is it Carvel no, or Baskin Robbins? Carvel. Sorry, Baskin Robbins. No, not even that. Oh. It's from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's from the meat place. The meat place. <laughs> oh, it's from. Yeah, was it uh, Arizona Beef? What is it called? Western Beef is now Western Brooklyn beef. Fair on West End Avenue, and that's where I got it from. <laughs> and our tradition is we we take this ice cream. It's usually it's usually frozen into rock when we take it out of the freezer. No more. And then we shovel it into cups and eat it with a plastic spoon. Michael, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Michael. You'll you'll be 53 this Saturday. Right. I wish. 
Now, what I might do, Peter, this will aggravate you. Hmm. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch during the commercial breaks today during the show. Oh, I'll kill you. And then by ENN, we'll be able to talk about it. I'd be so disgusted if that's how you consume the show. It deserves better. You know, Don is a weird TV watcher, though. He doesn't he doesn't know how to take it and appreciate Just it. Just think about what he's done the last couple of days not watching it. He watched a reboot of Frasier, which is pales in comparison to the original. Not bad, but pales. Right. Then the Anthony Anderson game show vehicle, rather than watch something that we've been but talking I told, up. Why, what don't you understand? I don't understand you. I don't understand. It's an hour you. and a half. And, Peter, and you you're know gonna what? get it, Peter. You know what? You've got kids running an around. You got hour, things happening. The kids are not running around at nine thirty. Well, you'd be surprised. Let's go to Pablo on a story. What time's your alarm go off in the morning? Seven. All right. Hi, Pablo. Hey, uh, I just realized that now that you guys set the birthday cake, uh, I think with your birthday you come off. You're not a bad guy, Michael anymore. Why? Because you basically took a bullet for Peter with uh, with your dad voice. I wouldn't do that, Peter, when he was about to stir his coffee or drink or whatever. Well, you know, Peter and, doesn't uh, get that it, was Pablo, nice. and a lot of you people don't get it. I love Don and Peter, and there was a chance that Peter could have died if he put that swizzle stick in his, in his coffee. I don't want to see that. I wouldn't want that for Natalie. Wow. Yeah, I mean... If we saw if, if a bird pooped in his coffee, Michael, it doesn't take a father figure to say, "Hey, don't drink that coffee." <laughs> yeah, but I think people look at me as like one of the worst human beings on the planet, and I think you showed I, a I, basic. I, I dropped off of that. Yeah, you showed a basic level of human care, and people are amazed. <laughs> I, I, I hope we get calls from people about who have like four children under the age of six and tell us that they finished it. The set, but they heard us talk about it; they've already finished it. Right, good, good for them. But no, but you keep leaning back on the but same thing. But are you thing. a narcolept? I mean, you, you can't stay up past 11? I I didn't want to do it. You're a 55-year-old man. Well, I, mean, I can do it. I mean, obviously, the, when, the, when the Rangers play on Monday, I'm going to get home. I obviously can do it when it's necessary. Well, this is necessary. But you I saw an opportunity to go to bed. Us. My son was sick all day. I had to work from home. And I figured I, I, I would. You get made a it sound like I had to work from home. You made it sound like that made your day harder. That no, made no. your day easier. I was explaining that that's why I work from home because there were things that that had to be done. And listen, I'm I'm going to watch it. Mm. Who, who listen? Who doesn't listen to who? Who doesn't respect who? Peter, how many times have we told him the fantastic shows? He won't even give you the time of day. This that's, is something that I want to watch. That's a good I point. didn't realize it was going to be such a focus of the show. It is but a fair. I'm going to jam it into commercial breaks between now and ENN. Don't do that. No, and have at it. No. Now you'll, that'll offend me even more. Yeah, you won't enjoy it. You, you've got to sit there and luxuriate in it. How, you know who comes out looking great, too? Mm-hmm. Lionel Richie. Oh, he's the best. You kidding me? Or as Michael called him, Lionel. Li- Michael always had a weird name for everyone. Blank. I think Michael was the weird one. You think so? Yeah. yeah really? well, but that's one of the things I like. that away. That's one of the things I liked about the film, though, is that you can tell. It's sort of the last vestiges of him being a regular person to some extent. Yeah, it's before he completely disfigured his face. Like, well, I don't even mean that because I'm not just such a judgmental judgmental animal. But I just mean in terms of the way he's carrying himself in the room. Like in this room right. full of stars, he's engaged with everyone and he's around. And he was so deeply involved in this. I mean, him and Lionel Richie were sort of the backbone of the whole thing. Um, How great was it, Waylon Jennings walking out? I mean, it's uh, from I mean, what, unbelievable. From, from what I tell, from what I can tell, and I've heard, it matches right up with what you hear How, about Waylon Jennings. Stevie Wonder was trying to add a Swahili line, and Waylon Jennings said, uh, "I'm out. Uh, yeah, I, I can't do it." Yeah. But then the funny part is, 
So Waylon Jennings doesn't, you know, drape himself in honor. But the funny part about it is, is afterwards they like they say to Stevie, they're like, "Well, Stevie, do they speak Swahili in Ethiopia?" And they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. So like, should we should we really just be randomly throwing in Swahili? And then I, I just oh, so we found out Stevie Wonder doesn't return phone calls. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot there. And and by the way, I I, I forgot who had the line early. Maybe it was Daryl. Um, maybe it was Kenny Loggins. But someone said, then Ray Charles walks in, and it looked like a monument walking. Like, seeing him right, in real life right. was like, oh my God, that's actually Ray Charles you, in the room. You know what else was impressive? Hmm. Daryl Hall's voice. Well, that's Daryl Hall. I, I understand, but, you, you know, you, Hall and Oates, you think, but, I mean, it, it, that was powerful. His line in the... In no, he the, has a great... But I, I thought... the. I'll say this. You're in a room full of great entertainers in which they're all clearly nervous a bit. Not all, but a bunch of them are nervous during their part, and they all sound varying degrees of good. It is funny when it gets to the bridge part for Michael Jackson how good he sounds. Right. And how complete... Not even like... There's not even thought. He just like knocks his part out in one second. Right. But he got there and worked... You know, he, well, he he'd been the one working yeah. on it, so... Yeah. Let's go to Scott in Ohio. Scotty! Michael, how you doing? First time caller. Ah, oh, welcome aboard, bud. Thank you. Hey, uh, I was wanting to piggyback off what you were saying earlier about the NBA load management and how coaches are kind of to blame, too, for that. Yep. It's kind of like what I'm talking about with the Cal Ripken Jr. streak, how that'll never be broke again because mm. managers will never let players play that long without a break. So I just want to kind of know what you thought about oh, that. I, I think, I, Scott, you're a thousand percent right. It will never be allowed to happen. Even if a player was actually healthy enough to play every day, they wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't allow it. I mean, think about how many players each year play 162 games. It's no one. And you can't tell me that they're not able to. And when you say it to them, they always go, well, you know what? They're, they're, they're better. They're better if they have rest. Cal Ripken Jr. made the Hall of Fame. Now, if you want to argue, well, he might have been better, well, would he have had a shiny or plaque in the Hall of Fame if he, if he took some days uh, but, off? But I, uh, there, I remember, Michael. There were conversations during the streak where it was, you know, should he be resting? He's in a slump. Does it make sense? And that if he didn't have a streak, he would have sat. And then maybe would have been better. I mean, you just can't blanket say, well, it went to the Hall of Fame. There were some tough years there. You know, there was, uh, was a 1993, about a 257. You know, in 1995, about a 262. I mean, it was towards the end of his career. But I'm sure rest would have helped him be a better ball player down the stretch. Well, I mean, well, he played in 2,632 games, so right. he could have stopped that right after he beat Gehrig, but he, right. he, he went many years after that. As you get older, then I can understand maybe taking a day off. But guys that are 29, 28 years old, they should be playing every no, day. absolutely. There's no question. I'm just saying, let's not have revisionist history and be like, oh, look, it worked for Cal. There were a lot of conversations that once he started turning you know, 32, 33, maybe it's better if he said, does this make a lot of sense? So, but but at that point, it was just such a monster, such a beast that they had to keep it going. So I understand the logic of resting, especially a long season, one sixty two. But the idea that it's got to be as strategic as it is, big games or you guys hot, he's six for six, and then he's got to turn around and sit the next day after hitting three home runs. It, it's stupid. And it it's all ridiculous. and it's also, by the way, not just coaches. It's organizations. It's the health oh. and science department. That's what that's what set the Nets down. I think they've lost 13 of the last 18. What they did in that game where yeah. they sat everybody oh. down and they got fined. I, I would say of the people that are responsible, the players probably hold the least amount of responsibility. Uh, that I don't know. 
Overall? Because, because, because a player could find his way into a lineup. I don't know, Michael. I, I, but I, I'm not going to say basketball. The players probably have a major say. But in baseball, I, I'm sure there's players that would that want to play. They're not going to put up a stink, you know, the, to fight to get into a game, you know, on May 30th. Yeah, but I'm sure. Just, I'm sure when Aaron Judge is sitting on a on a, a Saturday afternoon after hitting two home runs on Friday night, he's probably saying, "Boy, I wish I was out there and going to play." But he's a good guy. He's a good teammate. He's going to bang down Aaron Boone's door and say, "I have to play." Peter. Why don't you tell us about a little place called BetterHelp? I'm so glad you brought this up, Michael. The following message is brought to you by BetterHelp. A common misconception about good relationships is they got to be easy. But listen, sometimes the best relationships have conflict. That's all relationships. Romantic, personal, professional, friendships, romantic. You got to talk through disagreements and you can't quit on each other. Now, therapy can be a wonderful place to work through relationship challenges that exist. I know it's something I regularly work on with my spouse, my coworkers, my friends, my family. It takes work. If you're thinking about starting therapy to work on your relationships, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. I want to give away a super box. How about that? It is the final week of Super Box Bonanza 5. Each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card, have a chance at one of 10 Super Box prizes. Be ca- well, how old will I be tomorrow, Peter? 
Let's see. I remember we said 50. 53. You're going to be 63. 63. Be caller number 63. Wow. Right now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew, Irish Whiskey, and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. Come get some. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Sonny in Little Falls. Sonny. What's up, guys? Just How you doing? You guys, doing a, you guys are doing an amazing job. We, I'm so grateful that the holidays are over and you're back in full gear. Uh, just calling about the Knicks, I think the biggest concern that we should have is let's make sure we don't put Brunson uh, with too much of a workload. We don't have other creators that are big in size. Dante can do well, but he's also hit or miss. And I think that's a really big priority that we should worry about. And one other thing, can we play win-loss, win-loss with the Knicks schedule for February? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. You know what? I'll I'll pull it up. I'll play along. I don't want to do that. I mean, how do we know without Randall? I think we'll be assuming no Randall. Yeah, we we have no Randall, so I have it in front of me. All right. So this is a a shocking win-loss, win-loss, loss-loss win game. Yep. They... they, Let's see. I go, Don. Tonight, home against the Pacers. Win. Tough, lo- tough loss tonight. Tough loss. Okay. Pacers very good. Home against the Los Angeles Lakers. Win. To win. Win. Home against Memphis. Loss. Win. All right. I'm going to give them a win. I'm two and no, one. No, no. I'll give them a win. You guys both. The, have ne- th- the next one I have is a you loss. You have three and zero. Oh. I, right. I have two and one. Home against Dallas. Loss. Luca will go off. Loss. Okay, I'll give him a loss too. Two and two. Uh, odd home against the Pacers again. They beat the Pacers this time. This uh, is a I'm loss. A yeah. yeah. What's the difference? Then they go on a nice three-game winning streak. Wow. Or, or road trip. Or three, three, road trip, excuse me. At Houston. Win. win. At Orlando. Loss. Okay. I agree. At Philly. Loss. So then you have it four and oh, I, I would then have it four and four through February twenty second. And what do I have? I think you would have them five and three, perhaps. Okay. All right. So that that then that's the that's the first game after the All Star break. So we really should have stopped at Orlando. All right. So I mean, if they could tread water, but they might have to tread water more than we thought they would. Right. Because I'm not going to go through the whole schedule. From no, because the that year. would be folly. You know, so but there's there's I think we said uh, Michael when Randall was out we that you go five hundred uh, for the rest of the way till the break you take it now maybe you want to be a little greedy because you see Milwaukee loses two in a row and then the two seeds within your sights tonight's going to be an interesting game Pacers are a good team but not a great team uh, you get a win tonight they just keep winning you keep piling them up they could beat the Lakers beat Memphis. Dallas will be tough, but... Yeah, let's see if LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis sit on Saturday. If they do, then they shouldn't even I break a sweat. I think they're sitting tonight because they're going to play Saturday. We'll see. That's what I would think. But, you know, what's what's Embiid's situation on the 22nd when they play Philadelphia? Let's go to Matt in Long Island City. Matty? Don, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this with all due respect, so oh, don't get too mad at me. All due respect. Here we go. Um... The first time I listened to the show, or one of the first times, you called yourself that guy about music, and you were making fun of Mike for listening to Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen. But then you just went through your TV choices. And I remember yesterday it was Frasier reruns, 
And yeah. now it's We Are Family. No, it's not Frasier Rerun. It was Frasier, Frasier Reboot. Oh, sorry. Frasier Reboot. Frasier Reboot. Right. I, I don't I don't know if you can have the, the critical palate that you once claimed no, no, to no, have. First of all, you were wrong when you said that I made fun of people liking Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen. I never make fun of people liking them. They're great. I like them. But when, it, you, know, when you say Billy Joel's my favorite, then I kind of like, ah, oh, but that's that's your favorite. And it tells me you're probably not diving that deep in the music. That's my critical thinking. I, I, it, it, I got no problem it, it, with those. I, lo- I like Bruce Springsteen. I like Billy Joel. And, and then fair. the reverse would be that I say the reboot of Frasier is my favorite TV show. I never said that. We just, it was 10 episodes. We watched it. That's fair. That's fair. I guess I'll just say sometimes I go through, I watch TV commercials and I see all these shows and I, and I think, who's watching these shows? And, and now, I, now I have the answer. Don and Nancy. Well, what's the big, you tried the Frasier reboot, Michael. You, you gave up on a, on a few episodes. Three I watched, episodes. I, I, I can't stop. I liked it. And then we understand that the we are family thing is stupid, but it just kind of we, we, Nancy and I just enjoy trying to guess who the celebrity is. You know, it's not something that you know it, it, we're going to probably watch from now until forever. But yeah, but, I, but Peter, you know the shows that I like; they're classics. The shows that I really love. Yeah, and, yeah. But but we I, all I, have you know what I think pleasures. the real I, I think the real issue is also I, I don't know Don. I don't think he wants to say this. I don't think he wants to expose his wife. But I think it's hard for him to get Nancy to watch good shows. I think Nancy is in for a half-hour comedy and bad shows. I think well, she, she turned me on The Shrinking, which I st- think is outstanding. It's critically acclaimed, and there's no problem there. But it's a half hour. Maybe yeah. she. Maybe. It's a harder time getting. <laughs> it's based on Don. What shrinking? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you get it done. Listen, you need something to shrink from. So I think it was a compliment. There once you go. Upon a time. Um. When we get back, and it leads perfectly, because Peter is going to do a read. That's, that's how we, we finish segments. Don, there's a story to tell about Peter and Rick DiPietro. Oh, okay. I want to hear this. That will just... I, it's it's hard to wrap your mind around. Wait, really? about me and Rick? Yeah. It, it's, 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 it's almost startling. Also, in the 4 o'clock really? hour... Give you an opportunity to win Sebastian Maniscalco tickets. Okay. Uh, he's added a fifth show at the Garden, by the way. So, Peter, why don't you do your great read, because you're so good at this, which will lead us into what we're going to talk about, too. Well, let me uh, talk about this. Security Dodge. Come get some Wranglers. Hey, New York. Peter Rosenberg for Security Dodge. Long Island Ram and Wrangler headquarters. Come get some right now. You can lease a new 24 Jeep Wrangler Sport S4XE for $4.99 a month. Zero down. That's right, $4.99 a month, zero down. All during the Start Something New sales event. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.